Peter. Hey, Norm here too. I'm back. Norm is back, and we're here to talk about August 28th, 1993. That's where uh, everything changed for a generation. Here, here. About to finish my uh, my first Yingling you got over your here. First one down. Yeah. It is one o'clock p.m. on Sunday. Yep. Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And you are back from vacation. You're mm-hmm. back from doing all kinds of stuff. I survived and the snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. We've we've been getting it. And yeah, we're discussing August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. You, Sounds good. Do you know what that is? I'm gonna say the uh, the first airing of Power Rangers. It is the premiere of mm-hmm. Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and it premiered on the Fox Kids programming block. Yep. Fox Kids. Very familiar. <laughs> that is my childhood growing up. Yeah. See, mine was the Disney Afternoon. Okay. Which was almost like the model that everyone borrowed at that point. Makes um, sense. All the syndication packages borrowed from what Disney kind of created. And put um, like-minded programming around mm-hmm. it, around itself. Um, I think Fox had the most eclectic mix, but yeah. And we're just going to discuss the TV show, some insight into it, what it meant to you, because that was it's Power Rangers was your time, yeah, your thing, heyday, yep. And yep. I was older. Um, to me, that and Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon just seemed a little easy ridiculous sloppy compared to uh i guess like the the storytelling the design work and everything that i grew up with makes sense 80s and 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 all the way up to like the mid 90s right so i was detached but i will say this uh i was all for power rangers merchandising now at that time i i collected everything i put it all in storage and they downloaded it on eBay. When, <laughs> very when nice. They hit. And everything was uh, pretty high grade and very shocked to, to where a lot of it, like, where it ended up price-wise. I, I am still surprised okay. that people spend what they spend on, on Power Rangers. Because to me, it's, it was never really, like, a strong product. But uh, before we get into all of that complicated stuff, tell me, tell me about vacation. Ah, it was good. Tell it was me. nice and chill. We uh well our first uh flight out got delayed. We were supposed to for, for how long? Uh like good two hours we Whoa. sat there. Yeah. Were you drinking though? Uh eh, a little bit towards the end. Uh towards the end. You weren't yeah. drinking in the uh, terminal? Nah, we couldn't find all the places were full. What do you mean? And then they were all full, right? All the restaurants. So we finally ran to the end of the terminal. We found this little little shack of a beer stand because they're they're building the restaurant behind it put the bars open so we each grab a beer there and we chug them down because our flight's in 10 minutes yeah so we rush back to the terminal we're sitting there waiting one of the crew members is missing they can't find him well like the 
like the the flight attendant the co-pilot the co-pilot is missing the co-pilot is missing yeah so this is like something of an 80s dude oh my god so we're sitting and they don't know they're trying to get a hold of them they they don't know how long it's going to be so we sat there for like an hour and finally we were like all right let's go and see if we can find another bar so we found one we got some snacks appetizer we sat at the bar for another hour when they finally called another co-pilot because they called everyone back to the terminal and they were like all right we still can't find the co-pilot but we called one he'll be here in about 45 minutes he's on his way he's driving as fast as he can we're gonna get you guys out of here so we didn't end up landing until like 10 30 11 we were supposed to be there at nine so <laughs> like was there why would they tell you the co- co-pilot's missing i don't know you can, you can say anything <laughs> right because the code sorry their be, plane's running late or he's have, tied we, up we have, he might be drunk in bed at home and we, not picking yeah, up his phone there's, like, there's a flat tire you people have to like fly me places this is wow. not making me feel competent in your airline and, and usually the it, i i think in the longer scheme like we're in the whole the whole structure of commercial flights mm-hmm. the co-pilot and the pilot essentially mean nothing because everything is automated, automated. Yeah, now it's yeah automated. they and just have to flip the switch <laughs> yeah, I, I i'm not i'm not saying there's you know like work to be done i'm mm-hmm. sure there is but at the same time it's not the same as it was before yeah the autopilot got right as accurate and awesome mm-hmm. um you know as, as as it is now so you arrived two hours late. Did you go right to the theme parks from there? No, uh, that the next day we were. Okay. So that first night, so we get there. Ugh, pretty sleepless night. The whole trip was sleepless for me. Do, <laughs> pretty do, much. Do you not normally fly easy? No, no, no. I fly easy. I just, like, my insomnia was extra hard really? in Florida. Yeah, it was kicking my ass. Is it and, Why? you think you're in a different environment? Do you like your, like, the air around you where you just... You know, it, it's the whole like to norm mode. Yeah, no norm mode. No, you were being, you were kind of like there was no TV in the room to fall asleep to. It yeah. was just a laptop. Like just being out of the element. Like yeah. it's hard enough at home, but like yeah. So being out of the element, like I'd fall asleep at like three or four, if I was lucky, and then the kids would be running around the living room, which our bedroom was right outside of, like six or seven. <laughs> so Jeez. yeah, nice. But yeah, so we wake up the next morning. Kids open their presents. They're all excited. Her oldest niece got a bunch of Harry Potter stuff because we were going to Universal that day. Okay. So we so, opened so, the stockings, you know, all that good yeah. stuff. So what what Harry Potter stuff is, like, available? Because, like, the merchandising machine kind of died down. Like, what would you buy someone Harry Potter for? Oh, well, Hot Topic still loads it oh, up. Oh, yeah, they do all the, the So stars. she got a fleece blanket. She yeah. got a... They actually think... They were doing like varsity jackets. They were, time. yeah, <laughs> they were. They were kind of cool. They still make cool. the sweaters too there. Yeah. So she got her like. Cool. Uh, so a, she got like apparel and just mm-hmm. things like that. Backpack to take into the park, the whole mm-hmm. shape like a letter thing. So she was super excited. Oh yeah. So were you guys aiming to hit um, Harry Potter first? Pretty much, yeah. That was the goal. To. Yeah. Because it's it's the driving force for going to the park was she found out Rachel and I went and she wanted to go okay. like desperately so over christmas so, oh my took them so you guys were uh um 
like chaperoning her. Yeah, yeah we were we were at the kids' mercy again. Okay. <laughs> so which is not terrible. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't bad. There were a couple times where we broke off and like, mm-hmm. all right, you guys do this. We're yeah, gonna... it's different when it's when it's like a child or right. As opposed to like an infant. Oh yeah, we had those too. Oh, you had. We had. There were five kids along. Guess what, dude? (laughs) That would be solo. Right there. Get like I said, there were points where Rachel and I were like, "All right, well, if you guys are going to sit here and argue about this, we're going on the Simpsons yeah. ride." Like, I, I would, I'm going to Moe's. I would, I would that would have been me the entire time. Like, like kind of like you get there, you start off good. Mm-hmm. One or two things well, that's together, that's how it would. Yeah, and then it's like psh. pretty much like the, these two boys want to go to the Marvel world, and this one wants to go to Harry Potter, but these two can only do things in Doctor Seuss. So it's like. Yeah. And, and then me and I were just like, all right, well, we'll go to Marvel for a little bit, and then we'll come to Harry oh. Potter, and then I'm going to Moe's. Oh, I'll tell you this. Universal is awesome because you can start getting the tall boys mm-hmm. at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you can get Yingling and Foster. Mm-hmm. And Foster has the canister. Oh, they have Corona, too. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, it's yeah, always good. Corona. Yeah. When I was there, they seemed to have more Corona light than regular. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, I'll do with this. I'm fine. You know, because I'm drinking all day. Anyway. I was fine in the Corona. Yeah, I'm, if I'm drinking all day, I will accept light beer. Makes sense. If I'm not, light beer can go F itself. And or if light beer is the only option. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the best option. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> but yeah, so what was new to you? What was... Um, uh, what was new? Well, they opened Kong, but hmm. that had like a three-hour wait. Really? Yeah, and she and I weren't down for that. Oh, they reopened the Hulk ride. Okay. The roller coaster. Yes. So that was closed the last time. That's still like the best. Oh yeah. So she and I we waited we waited our time to get on. Yeah. I don't remember like the inside look familiar. I was on senior trip there in 09, so it's fuzzy oh. to me. But when you get to the top, there's like a video of She Hulk playing now and yeah. transforming. Oh, okay. Was it always She Hulk? Or was it like, because the Hulk's out front holding the cart, and I, it's like MCU Hulk. Yeah. But then up top, it's like, you, you got this, like, girl rolling around, and she muffles up. I'm and, pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was always there. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Because I can't tell what they really rehabbed. Like, I figured they, they were going to do a story that was more in line with the movie universe, uh, but. No, no it's, look, that's eventually going to go away. Mm-hmm. Okay, D- Disney wants that. Disney wants a Marvel park. Right. Okay. Disney, um, it's hard to imagine that they, they. Well, it's already starting. Yeah. Um, like uh, LA because, um, one of Rachel's friends actually yeah, did the, the, the Disney the program there. Yeah. yeah. Tower of Terror is becoming the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it's happening there first because they don't have the contract that yeah. Universal and, right. which is up in a year or two. Yeah. So, so so here, here, so here is that's what I'm thinking. Nintendo Land is that they announced. Well, it could be they could be Nintendo. The, the other, the only available IPs would outside of what Universal might have in house. Their biggest IP right now is uh, Face and Furious. Right. Watch, I'll be fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'll be perfectly fine with an FF like Island. I would. I we were walking through, and I was like, I'm surprised they don't have like yeah. a Face and the Furious like motion roller coaster yeah. like they have every other i would be 100 f- percent fine with that uh th- i thought there was a face of furious 
Pride. I think they might have done a stunt show at a point. It, I, okay, because when I missed it my last two times. Because I, I like I would have brought the map with me if I'd have known. Because yeah. I, I kept a map, but no, I don't. There's okay. no. So the other IPs that they could maybe collaborate with would be definitely like the world of Nin- Nintendo. Right. Everything Nintendo. <sighs> The only other company that I think will have a vested interest, and they kind of already do have a relationship with with Universal uh, Comcast, essentially. Okay. Is the WWE. They have... They're huge cable partners with that company. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE has the programming capabilities. They can put out the messaging. Uh, they would be a wise partner. And... The wrestling today and the product today is like open to more fantasy because it's kid friendly, which is a lot of people miss because everyone's like, why can't it be the Attitude Era? <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, the Attitude Era was very limited mm-hmm. as ECW was that the Attitude Era right. was spawned out of. ECW, could, that product could only last for so long because mm-hmm. it was so violent and so over the top. Same with Attitude Era. WWE right now they're 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 making like zombie action figures of their characters. Okay. They're doing mutant ones, and they've done this before, but now it seems to fit better. The ideas seem to be like the execution is better. And look, you have these over the top ideas. Mm -hmm. You have things like the Undertaker, right? Like Hulk Hogan, Mm -hmm. okay? Jake the Snake. Like you have these legacy characters that you own. These really big ideas, um, a wrestling roller coaster, right? Like it just fits. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Who like, who owns um, DreamWorks? DreamWorks is Paramount. Paramount. Um, the DreamWorks animation spun off. I think Comcast bought them as well. Okay. Because okay. I could see like them maybe partnering with them and yeah. trying to work something um, out. DreamWorks live action kind of became partners with Paramount. Okay. The animation got bought out by Comcast. Gotcha. Okay. Which is a good and a a bad move because it consolidates even even more. Mm -hmm. Like it does make Comcast have everything Universal has and everything DreamWorks Animation has. I've been a long like backer of DreamWorks because I feel they do make a better product. Oh, yeah. Imagine a, a, what's his name? Mastermind ride. Yeah. Like that would be. Megamind. That would be all. Thank you. Thank you. Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the Gascar movies still make me pee myself. Mm-hmm. You get Smurfs at that point, I think. Uh, I think Smurfs. I think Smurfs is Sony and. Oh right, 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 right. I forget the name of the company. Legendary. Works. Not legendary. Um, might be the same. Might be the same animation house as Despicable Me. Mm. And uh, the Minions. Which they, oh, you know what? They do have Shrek, yeah. which is DreamWorks yeah. already, oh, and they Sh- have Minions. Shrek needs to come back. Or no, Disney have Minions. Disney Someone have, has Minions. Yeah, Disney has Minions. Right. And they also have the uh, Shrek show. Mm, yes. Is that Disney? Yeah. Yeah, they're all in. The, like, not everything. Me, no, 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 no. They're what? Universal, because me and Rachel met them the last time. Oh, okay. We got our picture taken. Okay. I have not been to the Minion. Minions yeah. across from it too. Yeah, Minions it, is there. It's so crazy to get into that ride. Yeah, we waited two hours on our last day by ourselves. Like yeah, the last time we went, time, we did it. Even if you go there early, like you get there an hour early, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not. It, there's a line right away. Yeah. Um, 
but no, I mean, it's, or, look, they can... They should just bring back some of the classics. Like, do a classic-type island. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's IPs out there that fill the space, mm-hmm. okay? That space seems to be too small for what Marvel is now anyway. Right. It, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a small fish in a very big pond. Right. Or big fish in a small pond. Big fish in a small pond. Big, big fish, small pond. Right. Um, Universal monsters, they're bringing them back and yeah. building them up. That could be what, a whole what, what, yeah, that would yearly be. sect of Halloween what, type. What about, yeah, and they already do the Halloween Horror Nights, right. which is the best in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Like the best Halloween houses. I, I want to go down there would, so bad for that. Would you be opposed to Star Trek? That'd be cool. I mean. Yeah, because like at one time in Las Vegas, they were going to build a 1-1 scale Starship Enterprise. Nice. <laughs> Life size. That's and what's up. Would, that was the attraction for Las Vegas. Uh, you know, they, they were planning it. They had there were tons of artwork online over it. Um, you know, just knowing like maybe if that's floating around the ether would just, that, be a, yeah. just, just, it would just be cool. Cause Star Trek is, is back. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they do have to have a more of an impactful movie, but it's, it's coming. There's another TV show coming out. Oh yeah. I actually read the crossover based. on my way okay. to Florida with the green lanterns. <laughs> oh, okay. It was it was a fun little book. Mm-hmm. Chekhov becomes a blue lantern. Yeah. Uh, there, the, McCoy becomes purple. The, it was, the it was one, a nice little read. The one to read is Star Trek X Men. Okay. That is <laughs> oh so freaking God. cool. Okay. It's so freaking cool. Uh, and it was produced by Top Cow Studios. Uh, they were like an image production house. Okay. And Top Cow uh, was always a forerunner of the hottest style. Like, so the artwork is really, really top notch. Very cool. Is, is top notch. Um, I haven't read it, but the other good pairing for Star Trek, uh, I, I think IDW. Mm-hmm. That's Star- who did. Okay. Did Green Star- Lantern. Did Star Trek Legion of Superheroes. Okay. And Legion of Superheroes essentially is the DC universe in the far, 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 far future. So, like, the timelines might be, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. the timelines could be the same. Right. Like, you just don't see Legion in the Star Trek adventures and vice versa. Um, they very well could coexist. Uh, that seemed that seemed to be, like, a very obvious pairing, the same as Batman and TMNT. Right. Was, that was a good, well, was, no, I didn't get to read that Yeah, yet. but it's such a, it's an obvious pairing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's right. I read the Ghostbusters TMNT. Okay. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not, that doesn't really get me going, because I'm just like, eh. Yeah, well, it was, it was a little flat. Yeah, it seems, um, I would like Ghostbusters, Bill and Ted's. Because <laughs> those are two ideas that don't seem like they should go together, but they're ridiculous enough that you, or maybe Bill and Ted's Back to the Future, that would be that would be it. I like Ghostbusters better. You like Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah. I like seeing them fight ghosts throughout time. Yeah, all on one you trip. Could, you could do it. Yeah, you could do a lot. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. what, what? How would you feel about a Doc Brown, Professor Xavier adventure? That, that could be fun. That I'll be take awesome? Doc Brown in anything. Yeah. I, I love Doc Brown. Doc Brown, Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And to the topic, Power Rangers. Right. So you started the show at three years old. Yep. For your, I guess your super early years. Yes. Right? Like your, the baby. The formidable. Yeah. Lots of flashing and colors going on. And you were so inspired 
you started taking karate classes. Yes. Well, my brother did it too, so that was the, so, the final nail in the coffin. But and, and how far did you get with your classes? I made it to a second-degree black belt. Your second-degree black belt. By age 11. Nice. Yeah. Is that is that good? I mean, well, I mean, what's... if I would have continued on, because once you're black belt, it takes you two years being a black belt to be able to take the test for your second degree. Uh, Third okay. degree is a three-year wait, and then wow. fourth degree. I would have been 17 or 18 had I stuck with it. The youngest, yeah. like one of the youngest masters in. So what 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 made you back out of it? What why did you was it the same as me with like my youth athletics? Well, you I just kind of. Well, like, I, I went on to, something. yeah, there was a mental checkout. I went on to, um, uh, like, school sports, like, see, the thing was, once... I remember, I, yeah, I remember you playing football and... Well, once I was, like, like the red belt and working my way up through that, I was actually in the adult classes. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have people my own age to interact with. Right. I was, like, friends with people my mom's age. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, let's, and let's be honest. So... It should just end with red belt. Because <laughs> red is blood and death. <laughs> so, so like you, you still took it. You still took it to a point. Have you ever thought about getting back into it? All the time, but it's extra money. I mean, I still have the muscle memory. I could do a spin and back kick that would really knock your jaw around mess, mess and be on point. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I could round, roundhouse some exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so at that point, I put you and I together for the first time. You and I un unknowingly, like, were together. Right. Meaning you would come into my comic shop yep. that I used to work at. Yep. And I used to sell you four for a dollar comics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was my, too, my first job as a young teenager. Right. So, yeah, and, and that also illustrates a little bit of the age gap between you and I. But it's... uh. You and I didn't reconnect until I started working at another comic book shop in the mall. Yes. When I was in my early 20s. Yes. And, and I needed an R-rated DVD for my friend. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I got you inside of Suncoast Video. No, you sent Bill over to buy it. Oh, I sent Bill over you to buy it. You said, Bill, go over and pick this kid up. His Texas Chainsaw yes, Massacre. Yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah that's, and that's because Bill had connections inside Suncoast at the time. Okay. So yeah, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, and then you coming by, hanging out at the the shop in in the mall. Pretty much every well, Friday from that point yeah, on. Yeah, which was called Hall of Heroes. Mm -hmm. And I was there for maybe like two years during that time. Right. And then that's when like yeah, I guess you were just hitting adulthood at that point. Damn near. Yeah. By sixteen, you like, know. Yeah. By I the was time I left, running, then, running around like a man. You man. were. You were. Uh, yeah. And then. So when it comes to Power Rangers, tell me you you always talked about Goldar, right? About Goldar earlier, right? So Goldar stood so that for me, I I I was still old enough to like still watch it. I was still because I I was still like yearning for more cartoons and more animation and mm -hmm. a really kind of like the stuff that came off through the earlier nineties, right? Like SWAT Cats. Okay. Which is a show. I, uh, Mighty Max. Mm. Like oh, other, my God. I love Mighty other Max. Syndicated shows. Yeah. I, the, the art design. One of the few, you know, other Normans that oh, that that always was just like, yeah. Yeah. The big dude. Yeah. Look at him. Norman. <laughs> <big> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me. Yeah. Little did I know. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, so Power Rangers for me comes onto the scene and I'm just like, this is 
garbage. <laughs> Dude, I I bought it's the box garbage. set. I bought yeah. the Shout Factory box set. But I would watch it. It was a little bit. It was addicting. Mm-hmm. I loved the Japanese design work. Yeah, and the ridiculousness of some of the, the monsters. I the, my favorites when the Green Ranger standing on top of his sword, yeah. and it's clearly like an action figure yeah. glued to a guy in a suit, <laughs> yeah. like he's knocking around. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't see that three-year-old me didn't notice. No. But me, when I bought the box set and I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is, oh, and, my God. And the, the mystery of the Green Ranger was <laughs> the real thing. Uh-huh. So that was maybe five episodes. That was a week-long yeah. series. Now, going back, uh, an 80s animation staple was a five-episode arc. Okay. Transformers. I'm not sure if Transformers had. I know Thundercats. They had one or two. Thundercats had a few. Um, G.I. Joe had a few. Right. Well, that disc of Transformers you gave me was a five-episode arc. Yes. I know okay. that. Yeah, so. so I think maybe like the Return of Optimus Prime is one of the ones that, 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 that sticks out. Um, so having a week-long arc you know, of a kid's cartoon series. Mm-hmm. Like, really cool stuff. Uh, I'm not even sure. Like, I don't know what, what they're doing today, if that's even something approached today. I feel like um, here and there, depending yeah, on the type of show, and things and things are different. Like, um, like it, I don't think arcs matter if everything ends up streaming from episode one. Like, I know Netflix has a Voltron uh, update. Okay, and you know Voltron also being a five episode arc uh, to launch. Um, yeah, what does it matter? Because you, you can watch thirteen episodes at in a time. sitting. So yeah. you can you can have these like complex arcs now and these undercurrent well one of my one of my artist friends that i see at my conventions a lot yeah he always talks about having to wait the week to week for the batman cliffhanger yeah like the yeah. and you know it's coming and son of a bitch you had to be there at four o'clock the next day yeah. or you were gonna miss it so he actually records the entire season of walking dead because he refuses to get that cliffhanger anymore uh, okay. it, it like traumatized him as a it kid did. having yeah. to like <laughs> so he's like screw it i just i get it all it's done yeah. so so power rangers premiered with the, the fox um programming kids block right okay so roughly in like i, I made a list here of some some of the shows that were on fox at that time all right Apparently. i'll give you a ping if i remember them yeah uh it's 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 a there's there's a diamond in this in this list though okay and there's going to be a couple for me yeah i'll guarantee but there's there's one that um like we're breaking ground here okay on, on one of these and i'm so i'm very excited to talk about it because it's available on youtube you can watch it okay okay number one batman the animated series Okay. Ranked from 92 to 96. One right, of my favorites, right yep. Power Rangers, Sweet Spot. We all know the influence of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching that. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Defenders of Dinatron City. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Dog City. Nope. Dog City was good. Okay. Okay. Here's maybe, here's one of my favorite, maybe the best one of them all. Eek the Cat. All right. I, I remember I Eek. Eek the Cat. The, I do. The fat purple Garfield. Mm-hmm. The anti-Garfield. Um, the, and that same studio just put out like a punt. They also did a George of the Jungle update. Okay. Uh, Ghost Rider. That was pirate only. So that ran one time. Muddy mm-hmm. Mouse, the New Adventures. Okay. The Plucky Duck Show. I recall that. Okay. Uh huh. And here we go. Th- this is our, this is our diamond. This is our, our contribution to the conversation. Solar Man, 
1992. Okay. One pilot, Rain for Pilot. This was done in the style of X Men, Spider Man, like what the Marvel animation style was for the day. And so for this, it's on YouTube. Okay. You can just Google or YouTube search Solar Main Pilot. Uh, kind of like a Captain Planet feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I looked into uh, a wiki Solar Main. Okay. And he actually was a comic book character. He first appeared in 1979. I think I actually have a 90s comic of Solar Man. It was three for a dollar out of a dollar store. Okay. Well, he was published by Pendulum Press. Uh, and I'm pulling all of this, all of this just straight out of the, the, the wiki. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, later, Marvel Comics ended up owning him in 1989. Okay. Okay. Self-titled two-issue Marvel series, 1989. Uh, Solomon was revived by by title by a company called uh, Scout Comics in 2016. I'm not familiar with that. Um, the character was, you know, like uh, they they credited the the creators. Um, I don't think we should. They're not notable. Um, and the character also appeared in Wayne Comics in 1940. Okay. So the, the, this is like a deep character that ended up on Fox as a 90s update. Okay. Now, here's the thing. This character also appeared in two issues of Superman, 1976. Okay. I haven't dug any deeper into that. Now, as soon as I read that, you know what came to me? What? Superman 4, Quest for Peace. Okay. Nuclear Man. Mm-hmm. Solar Man. Makes sense. Both, like, Nuclear Man's logo is the sun. Right. I wonder, for Christopher Reeve, who wrote that script, mm-hmm. if that was a little bit of an inspiration, if that was something that he came across. Good chance. So, okay. Super Dave, Daredevil for Hire. Awesome show. Also, I'd love the I've in- only seen the movie. I'd love the intros for that show. Okay. The intros for that show were funny. And they, they had like a little Chinaman. Okay. Like sidekick. He's still there in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. The drawing for the Chinaman just cracks me up. Tiny Toon Adventures. We all yes. know that. Yep. X-Men. We all know that. Yes. Okay. Now we're hitting 93. So this is more of the sweet spot to what Power Rangers was broadcasted. Right. With. This is where things are going to ring. Animaniacs. Yes. Okay. Droopy, the Maester Detective. Yep, Droopy Drawers. Count the Clues, Mystery Castle. That was a special in 93. Nah, I don't okay. that one. Um, Lost in Dinosaur World. Also, Vaguely. that was a pilot. That became a live-action show from 99 to 02. I feel it rings a bell. The entire show, I think it's 65 episodes. Someone has them all on YouTube. You can play them as a playlist. I believe you can it. just binge-watch them. <laughs> Um, the terrible thunder lizards rings a bell. Okay, and then, then we have another uh, Trolley's Christmas sing along special. Nah. So you can kind of see what 93 produced, mm-hmm. which was nothing. Power Rangers easily was the best product in the 93 run for Fox Kids. I'd say Animaniacs is a close second. That, that one has staying power for my it, generation, it does, but at the same time, though. It was not the phenomenal Power Rangers. No, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, toys, branding, everything. But I wouldn't say animated like 
don't lump it in with the failures. Yeah. Do you um? Do you know how many seasons? Animaniacs had. Uh, Power Rangers had. Uh, the Mighty Morphin three, four, iffy. If you want to yeah. count the Alien well, Ranger I'm talking, saga. I'm talking overall. Oh, I want to say it would have had like a. Well, it ran from ninety three to ninety six. Like, well, no, I'm talking even all the different incarnations. Oh yeah, it's like twenty five years. Well, it's twenty five it, seasons it's worth. Twenty three. Okay. Twenty three different seasons, nineteen different themes. Okay. So we have jungle. We have the jungle fury. Jungle like fury. some of them branches samurai, yeah. super samurai, and the Space mighty morphin. PD. Yeah, the mighty morphin is the longest arc. I and, feel like. Yeah, and it's the. The one that started everything. Yeah. So at that point, they continued. Which, ironically enough, was like their thirteenth season or something yes. like that in Super Sent. Like they just picked a random, and the White Ranger comes from a completely different yeah. sect but, of. But you know what? That like here. Here's the thing though. It shows you that that they they did have an idea to what the pulse was. Mm-hmm. To even cherry pick White Ranger. Right. And say like, why the hell not? Mm-hmm. And I think the the Power Rangers and the color thing, and the slight variations of each Power Ranger, is something that was deep in Japanese culture. Like yeah. they did a lot of that within their storytelling. Makes okay. sense. Um, I remember when I was really young. Uh, you know, there was Robotech, and Robotech had this Valkyrie jets. And Valkyrie jets were all the same, mm-hmm. and there was a blue one for Rick, oh, a red one for Rick, and there was a blue one, and there was a, a, a black and yellow one. That was kind of like the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates or Pittsburgh Steelers right. themed, like Skull <laughs> and Cosmo. <laughs> uh, and, and so, like that seemed to be something that was always in, like even uh, Voltron, mm-hmm. like the. The, Beetleborgs even kind of yeah. Well, you got blue, purple. We're we're going to jump into that real quick. Okay. But I just yeah. So just to be clear, so Power Rangers ha- through the the mid two thousands rain different theme shows almost every single year. Yes. It was a different big idea for. I I made Dino it to Thunder. about the third incarnation. Yeah. I want to say Turbo's where where it ended for me. Yeah, Turbo also got a movie. Yes. That was the second Power Rangers movie. Yes. So, like, real quick. Still keeping with a good chunk of the original kit. Like, Adam's there. He was second gen. Mighty Morphin yeah. Rocky's there for a little bit. He was second so, gen. So, in 95, Power Rangers got a movie during the middle of the original show run. Right. Which is, which is substantial. It led into their new ninja costumes. Yes. <laughs> and, um, which, uh, I know people dedicated to the ninja more than the mighty Morphin, right and that's fine mm-hmm. yeah but so the 95 movie um roughly made 66 million dollars okay which is pretty good mm-hmm. um it was directed by brian spicer okay. brian spicer is a veteran tv director he's worked in tv uh still works in tv but he did direct two other movies he directed mikhail's navy that starred Tom Arnold. Got nothing. Roseanne Barr's husband. Uh, that was a TV show at one time. And then they, you now it was like another, hey, let's try and make a film franchise out of right. this. Right. Okay. And for richer, for poorer. Okay. With I love Tim that Allen movie. Yeah, that's a good okay? one. Same director. Okay. Uh, I always liked the um, the upgrade, the, the all the uh, design work 
in the Mighty Morphin movie. Mm -hmm. I think the uh, design work is awesome. I actually have pictures on my phone. One of the um the shops okay. in Disney has the Yellow Ranger and the Pink Rangers mm. movie used costumes. Yeah, a lot. It, it, Freddy's man or glove is in there. Terminator's jacket. <laughs> it's really, yeah, yeah. so random. It's yeah. like a little Planet Hollywood spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I I I like that. I like the Zords. I like the the Ivan Ooze character. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, He's going to be at a like a con I'm going to okay. in April. And how he um like basic story mm -hmm. in that they he controls the town. Villain the in Raiders of the Lost Ark as well. Everyone, for those of you that don't know that, I did not know that. Yeah, That's good. he's um the Barrett or the one that is obsessed with Marion. Oh, um, that's him. Yeah, very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I I think the production value of that movie is high. I think the story yeah. is well. It's, that is, unfortunate CG was like cutting edge at that time. Yeah, I, like I think they it was they good. did go all but, in. But I even like the idea of he was the only outside of Rita, just magically making monsters for them to fight. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that had like a, like an origin to. Well, that wasn't even Rita. She had a little guy named Finster who worked her monster shop, oh. and he would sculpt them out oh, of the clay the little white and guy. run them. Yeah, the he little white I always wanted the, I always wanted him to fight him, and he never did. And I was like, just send <laughs> Finster in; he'll take care of him. He I, was another favorite of mine. I didn't realize that. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, and I, I I even thought like the origin. Of Zed I, would make his own. Well, Z Zed, he is was the such a crazy. So you, you were saying earlier that he's like a horror movie character. He's got this sharp spear, slice looking thing the brains are hanging out of it he's been like a filleted human in like an yeah. iron man mask yes. yeah like it's he's, just so he is disturbing for a four-year-old yeah, <laughs> he is a tough visual mm -hmm. but uh, he I, I always felt like like i don't know do you think he was a grab to pull in a more mature audience yeah. definitely Definitely, because it, it, like, like that's like Freddy heyday and, too. And so you just give us this grotesque well, like. Yeah, and it's also nineties. Right. Everything was heightened like that in the nineties. There was. Well, that's a, when Super a, Freddy popped up for that little bit too. That Super Freddy, Jason X. Mm -hmm. Okay. They were all. Yeah. And I always felt like Zed was one of the the takeaways. I mean, I I, I even feel like they can spin Zed off. Into something else. Well, if they do a sequel, maybe they'll bring him in. And we're going to get into the uh, new movie. Um, any, any idea what Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, made in the box office? <sighs> the second one? I don't like to think about that movie. Nine, at all. $9.6 I believe it. Okay. <clears throat> I believe it. The, the only good thing about that movie is the weird little guy that kind of looks like Willow. The weird little guy makes that movie which apparently kern says he's in the series but as much as turbo that i did watch i never saw him but kern's is like no. there's a three episode arc that he's in and oh, i'm like bullshit I, I don't know maybe, maybe kern's went and bought like all three of the box sets i stopped at mighty morphin no oh, cherry maybe picked the rest kern's is, is schooling you a little bit oh dude he's been he never stopped watching so like he is the master of series so we should have him he he should we be sitting should, maybe here. We yeah. should have maybe we should bring him in for a a series discussion. A series discussion. Because I'm the like he's the one that I go to, and I'm like I added this one to my Netflix list. Is it worth watching? And he's like, yeah, that was a good one. Like, right. well, I, they eventually legacy, didn't they? Legacy yeah. Power Rangers There's, series. Mm -hmm. So now there's like it's Shout it's, Factory had a three hundred dollar head 
that was filled with the entire series of the Red Ranger, like a life-size wow. bust, and oh. it was all of it. But they nice. Shout Factory has the rights up until one of the like I want to say Jungle, no, yeah. not Jungle. Well, they they own like twenty four seasons okay. to put out well, on the, DVD. Here's a little. There might be a reason for that that I uncovered. Okay. In Wiki. Right. Because that's as much time as I had. To it makes sure. sense. Okay. Go Wikipedia. So, at one time. I'm stealing your other beer. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Disney bought the rights. Disney, really? Disney owned Power Rangers. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But that would be a cool ride. That makes sense why they're there. They they moved the production from LA to New Zealand to save money. They 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 optimized the production. They okay. they Disneyfied it. Um, I remember in some of the theme parks they were heavy on Power Rangers. Like um, I have pictures of me with Power Rangers in in outside like, like the Muppets and stuff like that. I have pictures of me with Power Rangers at like a fireman's rally okay. in like Lindenwald that <laughs> my mom took me to. Rally. Yeah, and like me and the Green Ranger and like a cherry picker for one of them. That's, like, that's all. <laughs> so what Power Ranger are you? Which, what color? Well, I, 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 ironically enough, I took a quiz on my phone. Yeah. I always figured I'd be like Billy Blue, but that was before I wasted my brain with alcohol. Yeah. Apparently, I'm Green Ranger. I'm a rebel, a leader. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I always related to the White Ranger. I believe it. And I don't know why. Just because he, like, whatever new Ranger they had was also the most deadliest. Mm -hmm. And he was maybe the last deadliest Ranger that they premiered right well on a because side note like... one of my favorite things that they did in the later series because it was always the red blue yellow yeah. like this newest one the, the the one that we collaborated with japan for has the first orange ranger and a non-female pink ranger in the series good. like that's the first one to leave out pink I, that's good yeah, that's I'm wearing pink. Right and the now. the friggin' <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a pink sweater right now. And the purple cat from Jungle Fury, like they nice. never ever utilized purple, but that one always stood because yeah. they already have the cool animal helmets. Yeah. But like for, that purple just for some pops. reason the, I I ended up with purple ones, um, mint on card. Okay. And I think that was trending one time on, on eBay. I believe and it. I, I was even able to sell those for a decent price. Mm -hmm. It was one of those, like, you keep yeah. using the same, the purple, like... The purple one went up. Yeah, so Disney owned the Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. So when, when you had, like, the amplified production of the series and the being timely and everything, uh, that was Disney. Yeah. So Disney, in a way, sustained and grew a Power Rangers audience. Makes sense. Um. I don't know what they bought it for, but the, it was bought back in 2010 okay. by Ham Saban. Right. For, so he bought it back to his own production house, okay, uh, for $43 million. He, he bought back his own property, okay? Okay. And at that point, um, you know, that was in 2010. Okay, the same year I think that first major Red Ranger crossover happened. Okay, the uh, legacy one or whatever. Yeah. What would they call? It? I would. I would. I would be totally down to watch that. They're all on Netflix. Are they they all have on Netflix? every episode, every uh, season on Netflix. Yes. Okay, I w I'm definitely jumping into that. So yeah, so real quick, I uh, started Mystic Force, but I had to stop because I still haven't finished I, the box set I got. The, uh, I love the uh, design work for Mystic Force. I, I, I think I, I think love that it's Arthurian lore. That's one of the things yeah. that the new series has me pumped for. They're doing like constellations, so you might have an Orion Ranger, and like yeah. they mainly collaborated on 
like what their weapons would be and how they That's would function cool. with America and yeah. like where the overall arcs would go so it transitions I, easier. Do, do, do you do you think but That's... I love the Arthurian. I'll take anything. Arth yeah. Like Lancelot, Arthur, Excalibur, it all gets me pumped. So, I, do, do you think that is a adorning of... Do you think some of that's connected to Japan not being much of a uh, force now when it comes to creative IPs? Like kind of their recession took away a lot of the money that people would spend on movies and they just stopped making great movies and animation and TV shows. I could kind of see that. I think it's more we finally hit our stride. Like I feel like, like one of the like first shared. Ours. Yeah, the like shared universe ours. is ours. Yeah. The first one that Japan is doing is the ring versus the grudge. Yeah. Like that's their first real venture into a shared. Yeah. So real quick too. Um, before <laughs> before we jump into the new movie, okay, which is kind of why we're here, yes, because Norm Norm's the go-to guy for new Power Rangers info. The guy that uh, Ham Savage right. wanted to, right? What do we know about this guy? I didn't even know his. First, I knew his first name, but yeah. I, you know, okay, wasn't he, sure. Right now, he is seventy-two years old. Okay, he, he was actually a uh, a bass player. He played guitar. Okay. Okay. Uh, he right now is worth three billion dollars, and on he's Forbes's one hundred forty third richest person. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia just kind of labels him. He's e Egyptian born, Israeli American. Yes. Okay. Media proprietor, investor, philanthropist, <laughs> musician, record and album television producer. He's almost like in um. <laughs> when C. Rogers challenges Tony Stark, he's like, "What are you?" And he crumbles <laughs> off on you. Okay. Um, now, so he's been, he, he's been involved with music on a lot of shows. Okay. Okay. A lot of eighties cartoon shows. Makes sense. Okay. So at that point, like he he made his fortune um, just kind of through dirt. Like mm -hmm. uh, he he kind of had the talent, became a, a go to guy for some of this animation work. Uh, was I guess able to do enough with that money ah. through investment. Side note on animation. Yeah. Last night I was feeling down because one of my dogs has to be put down in the coming days. Ah, sorry to hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm trying Which to... Which one? Cocoa Puff? Lindy, but <laughs> the oldest. But so last night I was feeling down and Rachel was comforting me and I pulled up this thing on eBay and I was like, I'm going to buy this because I feel sad and shopping makes me happy. You know, like all millennials. <laughs> <laughs> so i actually bought a cyclops animation cell from the 90s oh yeah 40 bucks yeah like, aren't they cheap? straight cyclops yeah. like i was like it's the character 13 people have been watching it for a year screw you 13 i bit the bullet it's nice. gone yeah it's mine <laughs> uh and for for the record um I don't consider Norm a millennial. Norm does I am an have, old soul. Norm does not have any of the characteristics of a millennial. And we we are all grateful. We say, as as a society, we say, thank you, Norm. I try. I do work every week. <laughs> I wake up early. Yeah, I get in my you car do. and go. Look, look, I know, I know. I just do Red Bull instead of coffee. That's I, that's the generation gap. I, I, know, I know sometimes... I come down on you or bust your balls about diversifying yourself. Like, kind of, hey, it's great to 
order an animation cell, but you know, maybe this type of ball. Well, that that leads me back to I've taken the month off of yes spending because of Disney. So I think think you have to. Well, yeah. Well, no, no, no. There's Monster Mania just added a bunch of the Stranger Things cast. So. And they have an entire thing reunion, minus Kurt Russell, Keith David, and John Carpenter. Yeah, so we're we're going to um we're going to start doing conventions soon. Okay. Just so you know. Well, I got um, one in March. If you want to. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things brewing. Um, I think there's for this for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's I think a couple roundhouse kicks I have to throw around to to do things with Dream Warriors. I believe it. Okay. One day I want Bill Mosley sitting right here. Because he's the man to have. We will get him. Yes. Okay, mark my words. Oh, I believe you. Um, yeah, so to get back to our topic, mm-hmm. what do you think, like, what was it about Power Rangers that did capture the ah, imagination? Well, at that age, for me, it was just, the, the like I said, the bright colors, the, colors. the flashing mod. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember a monster that was made completely eyeballs. Like yes. he was just yeah. a, a, dude, a giant eyeball made of dude, eyeballs. Remember the clock one? Yes, it was like a clock yep. dude. Like yep. it was all gears. Mm-hmm. And he, had, he, like, he the, was like a Cogsworth on steroids. He like was, there, he was a Cogsworth like, on steroids. <laughs> like there were so many. Like oh man, this is almost Disney esque. But he's a monster and the big row and like yeah. the fights and the buildings. For oh man, it yeah. just it was kind of throwing shit to a wall, seeing what stuff. Yep. Scary. Yep. Okay. And but that like it was the monsters that made that show. Like so, every week he came back <laughs> to see how they were gonna beat Rita's next monster. That's what I mean about the uh, I suck with it for the uh, design work. Mm-hmm. I think the and Amy Jo Johnson was a, I had a huge crush on her. Oh yeah. As, as she, a mid teenager. Side fact: I actually stopped watching for an entire season when Kimberly left because she was one of the original. Yeah. It was just down to Kimberly and Tommy. I All did, the other yeah. originals had gone no, aside from Billy. So he was the last. Ago, which is a sad story behind the scenes. Yeah, but very sad. Um, and let's because he was my favorite. Yeah, tell tell us what happened. Well, apparently there were well, not apparently. I don't know how true it is with cast members, but like there were he was he was gay actor. He still is. Yeah. (laughs) When I met him, he was picking up a fireman in front of me in line at the con, and I was like, "You go, Billy. You go." Like. Get out to LA, call me. Here you go. Yeah. Like, yeah, you go, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, he was so he was homosexual working on and he just constantly got shit from produce yeah. production people and behind the scenes just nasty words thrown at him. And finally one day he said, I had enough. That's why in the Alien Rangers he stays on that planet to combat his space disease that age him at oh, a rapid pace okay that was the like there's a video message of him saying goodbye and it's all blurry and fun oh, like because yeah. okay. he just he couldn't That's take sad. it it is because he was my favorite growing up yeah and then somewhat during i guess all of this do you so here's a little bit of what i continue i contribute to the success the, or the re-emergence of power rangers mm-hmm in a time where it never really went away which is right. very unique mm-hmm. the only other property that is similar to a resurgence while still having the flow of new content. James Bond. So yeah, you could say James Bond, but I would say Transformers. Okay. Where Transformers pretty much always had a series. Right. Like there was the Beast Wars. Beast yep. Machine, Beast Wars. Right. Right. The movies come out. Mm-hmm. Resurgence. 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 Uh, James Bond definitely, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Different because it's a movie. Okay. Okay. It's a different type of way of like absorbing that content. But 
Um, Tommy, the the real life Tommy. Right. I remember back when I first signed up for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you know, my account right now is a business page. It's it's, right. it's a celebrity account, or whatever. It's been like that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just I don't really like Facebook or the social media stuff. Um, but Tommy had a huge social media presence. Still does. And yeah, and he he was very forward of promoting himself as the Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. And I think that captured recaptured a lot of people and it seemed like the the timing does i think in in 2008 they started to rerun the original episodes yeah so maybe like 08 to 010 people were reabsorbing content that they kind of had six or seven years prior Mm -hmm. they were being reintroduced to it and then you had this like social media juggernaut come into our lives you know and and come into our lives in a I mean, like a powerful way. It was there before with like MySpace, but social media became significant. Yeah, and significant to the point that Tommy was the social media savvy power ranger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I I had right. see, I met him the first time. He's a bit yeah. of a douche. He might have been having a bad day. Things go bad at cons. Like I never hold it against somebody. They, they do. The second yeah. time I met him, he was great. Like yeah. so, that's why you know, like I said, bit like he was on he I, I, late for a photo op type deal, like yeah, one of those situations. It's I think it's really tough sometimes. It is because you 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 have a con person who's trying to manage your manager, and like, well, I was supposed to be at my photo op a half hour ago, but there's still ten people in my line that I have to sign, and like you're yeah. bitching at me, and I'm bitching it. So like, I'll never hold it against someone. Like there is no you winners days. in some situations. Exactly. Okay. The second time, like I said, totally yeah. good guy. And you know about his mixed martial arts background, right? Yes. Yes, and, I do. And the Jesus doesn't tap. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay. He flaunts so, those proudly so at the show. Like you know what it is though. Like wait, uh, bravo to him to mm-hmm. on putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Well, like that's the thing. Like. A, he was. That's why they cast him in the show initially because he was the only one that actually had martial arts experience to be able to do the moves off with, out of the camera. I'm cutting out real quick to grab a beer. Okay, continue on listening. But yeah, he was the only one who had the move. Like you see Tommy fight outside of the costume more than anyone else because he could do those roundhouses and those flying split kicks and like all that good stuff. So, so were you closer? That was the quickest beer grab ever. <laughs> so were you maybe closer to Tommy knowing that well, I mean, he, he it, had like a little bit of a background similar to you? And I mean, to an extent. Like here's a closer the, discipline? Here's the thing. Like when he left the show as the Green Ranger, like parent-kid fallout was so – like they got nailed with so many letters that they had to bring him back really? as the White there Ranger. Was, really? There is a, there's like a good six to I seven episode that. gap where there's no more Tommy. And then they start to bring Tommy back so in. So they were pressured. Reusing Green Ranger clips. The green candle that Rita made totally goes out, so his powers are gone. Yes. Zordon makes the new white coin to give to Tommy to bring back on. Interesting. Like, And the rumor is the Jason character left because he was supposed to be the leader, and this Tommy dude totally like, and just, Jason leaves not too long after, and they replace him with Rocky. Exactly. Yeah. That's I. That's interesting. So when when you were younger, um, three to six, right? Like you're now, let's say like middle school. Mm-hmm. So were you, how connected were you with Power Rangers? Well, during, like like early adolescence. See, I started to fall off more because I was actually doing it. And like I said, once 
What like I saw episodes of Z. I have all of the flip head action figures. Original run. Mm-hmm. All of them open, but I have them all. And I have a tin with all their guns and lasers and all that crap. Very cool, very cool. But like pink, yellow, white, yeah. green, all of them. Very cool. I only have one Zeo action figure, the Green Ranger. Yeah. And from there, none. None. So like I would catch Zeo here and there, but as soon as Kimberly and Billy were gone off the scene, yeah. that's really where it kind of so, ended for me. So you're a lot like for me, um, what happened with uh, like G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe was everything to me at one point. Um, I still think it's the greatest animated, American-made animated TV show ever. Okay. Um, and they, they switched production houses. Okay. And had like a different set of characters and, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's a lot like a sports team right the sports team just changes the head coach changes all mm-hmm. the players is is it really the lakers exactly like, you know mm-hmm. and i well I, like I took here's it out like very I, quickly at that point i yeah. saw more of turbo than i did of zio because i was really butthurt about kimberly like yeah. that was my first crush yeah like major i'm in do, love with do you know what tv show she was a part of uh, I know she does one currently. Uh, well, it, it, I, I remember okay. something. So, but long story short, yeah, yeah, Jason yeah, David Frank and his social media, because of him, he's pretty much gotten all of the other Mighty Morphins to join the con circuit. And at a PA con last year and one this past year, cool. all of them were there minus Kimberly and Trini. Obviously, she's passed away. And then Trini, uh, Kimberly came to the next one. So, like, legit, the I only need two more rangers on a poster to have the entire like rocky and jason like that's awesome yeah so and then zordon's coming to this next one so i'll be able to get him on there too very cool yeah very cool that is um that one's gonna be frame worthy soon yeah it should be frame worthy now oh it's in a plastic sleeve for like it's not totally out but like you know yeah so to kind of let's just met goldar he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he kept on talking in the voice to me and Kearns, which was great. Like he would, like it was, yeah, it was cool. Like he's funny. good people. Um, I like the ones that'll sit and talk to you for like 10, 15, just bullshit yeah, they with kinda, you. Like, look, that's uh, that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I still think Jason as the Green Ranger, um, like he, I, I really do think he's he's the one that that like through his own willpower created this research yes yeah. yeah like he 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 he, he was, like i he owe was, it to him to be like dude you guys go you get 40 bucks a signature you meet people that are bending over backwards for you yeah. like all and, they want to do is shake your hand and say wow dude this is what you yeah. did for it. like and, and it's only going to mm-hmm. be more magnified with the with the pretty with soon the they'll movie, be on the wizard world circuit the and yep and, well kimberly moved to canada recently as well okay <laughs> well yeah so so we'll touch on this real quick and then we'll get into the movie because mm-hmm. i call this you're the go-to guy for the movie and you're going to tell everyone what the movie what's happening in the movie okay, okay. i'm going to need to pause before the movie talk but okay. let's finish where we're headed yeah now. yeah is kimberly was a part of this tv show called felicity okay okay with scott scott speedman and the uh this Nakazima girl mm-hmm. and i think the the felicity of the show later um she went on to like starship troopers I'm, i feel I'm, like i'm a little hazy oh no 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 not starship 
she was in Mission Impossible Three. She she's a JJ Abrams girl. Okay. So she pops. So up. not Dina Mayer Felicity. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of the actress, but the show was written and created by JJ Abrams. Too. Okay. And this came on the UPN, the um, Paramount Network, during the time of Buffy, the okay. Vampire Slayer, and Dawson's Creek. So it was it was just another one of these like super high end like team drama uh shows. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like um like getting getting your life together, discovering love type show. And Amy Jo Johnson was was part of the show. I thought it was awesome that she showed because at that point I was completely out of watching a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And those were the shows I was watching. And I'm just like, whoa, crossover. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Well that- now they're all on another show. Like, okay. because, um, like I said, Rocky, Aisha, like all of the Rangers that I didn't get a chance to get are going to be at this next one pretty much. And they're all there for like Power Rangers. And I think it's called The Order. It might be like a Netflix or an Amazon uh, okay. show, but like literally every one of those Power Rangers is on this show. And the show's called The Order. Something. Yeah. I'll pull it up while I'm well, taking my go, break. Go, uh, <laughs> go take a pee break. And. Amazing it is that they pull Mike win a Golden Globe. God willing, he goes to the Oscars. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Ryan Reynolds wear the mask in the tux and just be Deadpool on the red carpet, what? the way that Trey Parker and Matt Stone were girls on the red carpet. Where are they with the Deadpool Logan cameo? That was <sighs> I they, totally they, rejected, but I keep seeing that Ryan Reynolds is refusing to let Hugh Jackman hang him up before yeah, they do something together. I, uh, yeah, Which, but, if I was Hugh Jackman, it wouldn't even be a question. And then, because, and then Hugh Jackman said that he was open for a Deadpool Wolverine collab movie. See, that would be great, especially after what they did in Origins with the two of them. Like, yeah. put them back together do, on screen to do it upright. Do you feel that, that... I feel like that should not happen. I feel like Deadpool should create the new thread for the X-Men movies. I agree. And because people, I think, in their mind, don't classify Deadpool as an X-Men movie. And they can relaunch the franchise through Deadpool. They definitely could. Or or I, I don't want to say relaunch. Because, because I, I almost wish they just keep like, them both just going. Continue. Yeah, but do, do you think Apocalypse, Apocalypse was good enough to keep going? See, I, I'd focus on... Well, I mean, they already set up Sinister from that one, too. So. Yeah, but there is... I mean, I just... Hey, I don't know. Hey, the Hulk movie ended... The Incredible Hulk movie ended with the leader being set up. And, well, this is true. We have yet hey, to see hey. the leader. <laughs> Maybe he'll pop up in Infinity War. We shall see. Um, I, no, he could pop up in anything. It's true. No, but I, I don't... Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe Deadpool's connected to the James Marsden Patrick Stewart I, universe. I, I, don't, I, don't I think that a lot of it is what happened with Lost. Yeah, they not, didn't... Not every thread needs to be tied up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Well, no. If you're going to tie up all the threads... Like, all right. This is the comparison I always use when I'm explaining stuff to people when it's done right or wrong. You have the Lost guys who had this grand idea but never filled in their own blanks. And then you have J.K. Rowling who sat down and had a nine-year overall plan of where her nine books would go. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's also you're comparing mediums. Well, yeah. Highly because you can write anything and sometimes an actor doesn't want to return. Fair enough, but I could I could stuck. write a TV series with a nine-season arc in the same way that she had planned ahead for her books. Yeah, it's but, almost the same thing that, that I complain about with J- George Lucas. Like he didn't plan ahead enough. Like you laid all this groundwork, and now you're making the movies that are well, ignoring the groundwork. Well, I think I, I think Star Wars is is 
masterfully unplanned. Yes. And, and, and he, he, you said it, the, Yoda trained Obi-Wan. Why is Qui-Gon training Obi-Wan? This makes no sense. You already said what you, you just need. Well, go back and watch your movies and yeah, then make this one. But, I, but it's still kind of to the point of all of this is a business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and if JK was not selling books, she would not be able to write more. Right. She wouldn't have been able to finish it. That goes without exactly. saying. Exactly. And, and the But to know where you want it to go from that hope to where yeah, things I, from the kinda, sixth and seventh book are tying back to one and two, like yeah. you had a grand plan there. Yeah. And I appreciate when they put that time in to build their universe it's, before it's it turns so into much, a lost but scenario. It's so much easier to do that when you're a single author. Oh, I don't deny that. Yeah. And, but when you have TV, three people TV that are building this universe, why are polar bears there? What yeah. what is the point of the, well why why you show them in twelve episodes you build up all this why yeah. are there polar well, bears I, I, like there's well, they, so many just random yeah, like but they but well, they we don't reveal. know so yeah. we're skipping well, it but they we did don't know that the polar bears yeah. were there for, for testing Dharma. yeah yeah for testing and but that's just one of the Sawyer Sawyer was locked in the cage it, like what the, f- the smoke what? monster it's just all of it don't get me started well smoke monster is there too they explain that to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So. Back on topic. Let's get. Let's get Lost is getting my blood boiling. So, Power Ranger movie. Mm-hmm. Coming out. Okay. Uh, the budget for this movie coming out. Oh, is, is $150 million. Okay. It's like the standard going rate for blockbusters nowadays. Well, I kind of looked into that. Not really. Really? Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Okay. $135 million. Okay. Less. Okay. okay. Same same to the ballpark and, though. Yeah, but tested property. Mm-hmm. Property that, that demanded a sequel and, and they again amazing direction for a sequel for, for that movie. You know, like just adding new characters. And, I still gotta and, see that one. Fan service. Yeah. All right. So we're going to um just compare it to two really big movies. Okay. Age of Ultron. All right. Budget for Age of Ultron, $250 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds about right. Transformers, <laughs> The Last Night. Projection, $250 million. Okay. So I think we have something like a mid-level blockbuster, like oh, or a mid-level tentpole movie. Right. I mean, well, I mean, you're saving a shit ton of budget there, not having all of the Avengers on screen. Yeah, or... well, it's... You're dealing with uh, unknown actors. Exactly. There, there's other factors. There's possible. corners that are being cut that aren't necessarily cutting corners, but are saving the cost of a two hundred and fifty yeah. million dollar so budget. You would say um, Power Rangers right now. I would say it's a it's budget wise. It's it's a it's a mid level ten pole movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, oh, uh, correction. Transformers: The Last Night is two hundred and sixty million. Okay. 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 They. It's right. a lot of moving parts on those uh, is, well, monsters. You know, the um, the Transformers alone are about hundred thousand dollars. Um, inside the computer. Oh, I believe it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're roughly a hundred thousand dollars to like model to control to they you know, they they there is a price. That's why when people cry, like why can't they do this and do that? I was like, dude. I was like, that's going to cost a few hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Like this thing that you're demanding because you're a geek, because <laughs> you don't understand business. Mm-hmm. You don't understand that that there's other people just involved in decisions and you can't be a crybaby and get your way all the time. There are reasons why this stuff just doesn't just manifest. Right. But Transformers, 
uh, is, dude, it's a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. As much as people want to knock those movies, oh, I know they're still going. Keeps, keeps. They watching. keep. They so, keep making more. So, do you think, from what you've seen out of Power Rangers, do you think there is a potential for a, a series? I think any movie franchise has potential. I think it's just about and how it, many people go opening weekend and what the reviews look like. What about the execution? Well, yeah, I mean, see, that's just it. execution doesn't matter anymore. If a movie makes enough money, it will get a sequel. Yeah. If a movie is great, like Dread, but it doesn't make enough money, it's not getting a sequel. Well, uh, um, Dread, uh, yeah, there's couple, there's there's there, always there's, there's going to be that. There's a couple different things, meaning that um, sometimes the, the it doesn't resonate. Right. So, do you think the from what you've seen? Uh, all everything with Power Rangers. Do you think it's going to resonate? Honestly, I can't say because I figured Chronicle would resonate, and here we sit with unanswered questions. How many years later, and it's fallen off completely. Yeah. Well, but they've tried with Chronicle. They couldn't just get it going. Right. They 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 really mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. they wanted to do that. There was all kinds of just there was. It, like, they tried with Dread, and they just couldn't. Yeah. They, hey, I, it's going to be Judge Dread Origins. Get the trade paperback. Check it out. Hey, it's going to be like it just yeah. Netflix is looking at and nothing ever came I, of. I, I think I think Dread can only go so far. I don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that magnificent. Oh, I'm not saying franchise worthy at all, but like yeah. it definitely deserved a follow up. Like, well, it, so, yeah, I mean, like I, sometimes I mean, like some movies get follow up, some movies mm-hmm. don't. Oh yeah, okay. that was just a visually yeah. stunning action like, movie that had a great story, great action, great effects, and then you have movies like Expendables that are fun. Don't get me wrong, but they're going on to their fourth. Yeah, like, but but there's still like a a level of box office you know you can guarantee from that. See, like that's what I mean. Like sometimes the answers are obvious. Oh yeah, but uh, see, but then you're spending double the budget just to get all those big names to do their yeah. scenes as opposed to spending half of the budget on a great movie overall. You, you like I'm sp- not saying they're both not you, great. Yeah, I'm but, just but you could spend half the budget and lose twice the money. You could, but then right? there's yeah. So so here here here's the thing. Um when it comes to some of that, would you trade like a Hellboy Golden Army sequel for a Judge Dredd sequel? For a Dredd sequel? For Dredd, yes. In a heartbeat. Yeah. As so, much as the second one's an improvement over the first one for Hellboy, like that yeah. Carl Urban's a great Dredd. The universe is nice and gritty. The slow-mo effects were mind-blowing. Despite, I don't expect to see any more slow-mo in the second one. I expect to see well, Judge Death, or I expect yeah. to see Machine Man with but the crank. The, um, or yeah, like, but the, uh, the, the slow-mo in Dread was the drug. Right. That was a drug the effect t- the, yeah. and everything. That was, that was the... Yeah, Doctor Strange and colors and... Yeah, that, that wasn't a Zack Snyder-like inspiration. It was... Well, it could have been. But yeah. they they maybe found a way to use that within the story, mm-hmm. like but, when the room gets lit up when they're all using it, yeah. and it it just yeah. So going into Power Rangers the movie though, do do you because you're closer to it than me? Is there excitement for this thing? I don't know. Everyone I talk to says it looks like crap. Um, I was I was partially excited. I I wasn't judging it. I was going and doing it with an open mind. And then I saw Goldar, and I've yeah. been butt hurt ever since. Goldar killed it for you. Yeah, Did, is he just? What do you think about the, the the darker tone 
I see what I I love the whole Zordon being the first Red Ranger angle, Rita being Green Ranger, like the feud happening. Like there's apparently a funeral scene that okay, like I'll take it. Like all that sound and it just and and the part of it too, like the origin of Zordon, is that he's the one that absorbs the energy. He gives them the energy, well, I feel he, like. But there's also, I think, a backstory where he is the like the one that absorbs the energy and becomes energy to save... Yes. he. Like, per- it, I feel like in the TV show, I, fi- I think it's Lost Galaxy or Space, one of those last second box set arcs, Zordon's story finally comes to an end where he becomes this space dust that spreads throughout the galaxy that turns everybody and everything nice. Okay. And he's had this power the whole time, but he's made teenagers yeah. risk their lives to, <laughs> so he wouldn't have to. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm going to try and dial up the um, the Power Rangers movie wiki. Okay. Only because I think the um, description in that is is interesting. Uh, where are you with the Power Rangers design work? Their their look and feel. <sighs> I don't I don't really like it. I don't. They look I, like organic Iron Men. I think it's. I, don't, I, I think. I think it's. It's. Um. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with them having like a little bit of a of a inner glow, like an inner, like because they're Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. They should. <laughs> ex- like. See, I feel like power. they shouldn't have their powers outside of the suits, though. Which is kind of like when they're jumping the cliff or when he smashes the sink. Like that's where it's like too much chronicle for me yeah because it's like when you morph you gain your yeah like well but but you know what though it might be too much chronicle but chronicle had its had its chance Mm -hmm. like you know like it's it's almost like i don't have a problem with them ripping off chronicle it's just too much of the human aspect that never was there right like they're teens with attitude they're exceptional teens they're teens that'll do the right thing with the power that they're given yeah. not they have it all the time and now this caught co- like at, at that point you're defeating the purpose of the the suit if yeah. you will well do, do you think or the morpher coins because they're just imbued with this power well do, do you think some of it comes from like what the kind of like what the trend is or like what the go-to take is which is kind of the the dc comics the Christopher Nolan rail, yeah, which is mm-hmm. you know, let's get down to earth, let's get yeah. gritty, and let's explain, like let's kind of explain as much as possible. Yeah, and it's uh, it's unnecessary with something like that. It's a mystical force from prehistoric age. These things have been buried. They've turned up. This guy's harnessed it. He's chosen you to defend it. Like you, you don't need to go too much. It like play up the mysticisms of it like not everything has to be grounded in technology and science anyway and that's one of the things that kind of bothers me about thor i guess that dr strange more resonated with me is like thor he says oh magic and science are one and are you but like nah bitch you have a rainbow bridge don't go tell me it's made out of circuitry that just makes it like no here well i don't think i don't think they said that i think it, at one point he says like well i magic and no, no he goes, science he, are one and the same yeah because like, their, their version of science is magic right which is the same as dr to Strange. me it i took it as like they had both there was a sense of this works because we say it does but this works because like the smashing of the bridge it almost looks like you're breaking 
like the circuit board down and it no longer like you know what i mean yeah i mean it's hold up here i'm just trying to get the for some reason i cannot get the uh the power rangers movie to um to come up here on 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 wikipedia real quick but no but yeah i i like that that really doesn't bother me because maybe at one point that's the way they had to explain magic you know like just to kind of get people into it mm -hmm. and then by the time dr strange rolled around people were familiar with it and they were just able to kind of just go to more of the magic route and not explain it as science but it's it's still the same thing like it's all like a combination of like theories that and hypothesis hypothesize that people know that work mm -hmm. it's just in the world of magic it's you know it's kind of like make-believe <laughs> you know right but now. in the world of science it works the same exact way like you kind of have a hypothesis and you prove it and and in the world of magic you have like spells and things like that like speaking yeah. of magic and spells are you aware that the potential missing book in Doctor Strange is the book that they're using on S.H.I.E.L.D. at the current moment? No. That one that's missing in the, the ancient ones? Yeah. There's a magic book in S.H.I.E.L.D. that's currently going around. They just finished their Ghost Rider arc because he got too expensive for the show. And now it's oh. a Life Model Decoy arc. And the Life Model Decoy that they used got all the information to keep building more of them more efficiently out of this book. And it's like, oh. people are speculating that that's the tie this season to Doctor Strange. Very nice. So yeah. Just a little <laughs> Easter egg yeah. for anyone watching S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I, you you are, oh, here we go. It's it's under Savin's Power Rangers. Okay. So, like, here here's the um, upcoming 2017 American superhero film directed by blah, 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 written by blah, blah, blah. The third film based on the Power Rangers property, it serves as a reboot and reimagination reimagining of the franchise it also makes the first power rangers film the 21st century okay premise a transdimensional energy field the morphing grid is channeled through a single object called the zeo crystal mm -hmm. causing it to have immense power and control over life the intergalactic being known as rita repulsa attempts to steal the crystal in order to control it. However, it is guarded by a powerful energy field which vaporizes all who touch it. She creates a fearsome creature with the sole purpose to destroy the field and retrieve the crystal. However, a war warrior known as Zordon leads a group called the Power Rangers to stop it. They succeed by destroying the, the creature, shattering the essence around the planet, Rita is sent through a black hole to the ends of existence and Zorda himself more morphs into pure energy. So that's probably going to be how the movie begins. Mm -hmm. Some type of backstory. Well, they already said it was going to open up with a big battle between right. Rita and Zordon. Yeah. So, showing us the first red and green rangers going to Yeah, war. so that's a pretty... So, like the, so are they... I think they're doing it right. Mm -hmm. I think, but well, they, I, I bet I, you I all the rest of the uh, swords, all the rest of the rangers that are there are going to die because in the trailer, when Rita's over the yellow ranger, yeah, I guess, bed, she says, like, you're not the first ranger I've killed. Yeah, which 
I, I feel like it's a MacGuffin. It's not going to be one of the Rangers that gets killed. I feel like it'll be a family member or something, but they definitely did have well, a no, funeral scene. I, no, I, yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Unless like they that. kill the Red Ranger to bring in, like, the Tommy character to take over. I think they're sticking to the core. I think they're going to stick to the core, and they're going to, like, over-explain everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah, there's definitely going to be over-explanation. Yeah. Um, 65 million years later, five teenagers, student outcast mm-hmm. with <laughs> attitude. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. Ever, pretty much. Yeah. The Breakfast Club with powers. Ac- accidentally discovered the power coins, the source of the original Power Rangers. Inadvertently drawing Rita back to Earth where the Zero Crystal remains. Under the tutelage of former Red Ranger, Zordon, these rangers become new Power Rangers. However, they must learn to make sure blah, 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 Crystal resurrecting Goldar. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a pretty good setup. Mm-hmm. I, where I'm on the fence is if people really want a Power Rangers film franchise that's dark and realistic. Yeah, see, that's that where... Doesn't, well, would you be more into the movie if it was less like now if it was mm-hmm. just by more, far more color more yeah. fun mm-hmm. more ha- just happy kind of see it doesn't even need to be happy but like well i think i think the the, the, the show had a oh yeah definitely but like the movie doesn't necessarily like all the all the parents in Angel Grove are literally about to walk off of a cliff because of Ivan Ooze's mind control. They're all going to commit suicide because his work is done and he's yeah. done with them. Like, leaving all the kids... Or, like, it doesn't have to be light, but you're taking things that are all... And, like, this goes back to the purest, non-purest argument, but, like, don't mess with Goldar's look. Make him look more updated. Like, like give I'm, me an Ivan I'm, Ooze. Like, that. that is an original monster that's... Yeah. In in line with the design of everything else, but badass looking with better powers than the rest of the monsters they've dealt with, that gives Rita and Zed a, a run for their money. Yeah. Like you're you're just rehashing what's already been done, and the nostalgia for me overwashes. That's why I kind of want to see it for nostalgia's sake. But then I'm like, I see Alpha Five and what they did with him, where he's like. Beyond like tentacle alien, yeah, like thing. no, he's a freaking robot. Like yeah. he's a robot that's programmed well, like C three PO. But I mean, the new one has like tentacle yeah. arms. And His eyes are like antenna. Like he's weird. weird. Yeah. It all looks weird. Zordon in the tube has like a weird like brain, like yeah. Xavier Cerebro looking thing right. on his head. Yeah. Like yeah. no, I he's supposed that. to be blurry, stuck in between times. This tube is the only thing that keeps him alive. It sustains him. Like he's he's a man out of time, literally. Yeah, he's trapped between dimensions. Right. But this is how he functions and gives you the power. So like it just the um the guy directing this movie. Although you know it's funny, Brian Cranston Zordon, right? Yeah. Brian Cranston got his earliest starts in Hollywood, voicing at least five or six of the monsters in the Power Ranger TV show. Oh, very nice. That's like, a good connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the movie's directed by Dean Israelite. And his notable movie, uh, other notable movie, was Project Almanac that came out in 2015. Project Almanac um, was, believe it or not, produced by um, Bradley Fuller, Brad Fuller, 
Okay. And Brad, you know who Brad Fuller's um, weekly collaboration is with? Uh, it rings His a regular bell. collaborator, Arr, Michael Bay. Fuller. Okay. Brad Fuller, Michael Bay are the ones that kind of cherry pick Dean out of. It looks like um, out of some short films. Okay. They got him for Project Almanac. Two years later, this guy's directing Power Rangers. So this is another uh, trend that we've seen a lot. We've seen it. Um, uh, Hollywood seems to be very in tune with picking capable directors. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it with Rogue One. Uh, we've seen it with, um, I forget the gentleman's name that directed um, Tron Legacy. But like you know, like there's there's a run of of people getting really good second or third film. Um, Jurassic World is right. going on to um, Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's very similar scenario. Ryan um, Johnson or yeah, or, yeah. So, where are you with your overall expectations with Power Rangers? I'm going into expecting nothing because that's when I have the most fun. Right. Something with that. Doctor Strange, I had expectations for. They didn't let me down. They didn't build yeah. me up. Well, you but were, like, uh, before we talked, you know, yeah, it's it's documented. You were not excited about that movie, right? It, it, I didn't not. like see, but that like I was saying after I saw it, like I saw, I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, ugh, Inception again. But then yeah. when you see the movie, that is such a small portion yes. of that overall yeah. that it's like I'm I'm a schmuck. I'm eating my words like yeah. greatness. But like, but leading into it, like, so, and they didn't want to show you the best of that movie, which was awesome. They were keeping that. Behind. Well, they they like, had to. You know, yeah, I, I and I really do think they're stuck with trailers today mm-hmm. because people again the silent silent minority is they they. They throw their arms up in the air and they start howling at the moon because one scene is not in the in the movie that was in the trailer. Right. And this is something that's always happened. Mm-hmm. And but and that's I, why there's deleted how, scenes. You're not not gonna see them. Yeah. You yeah. might have to wait two, or three some, editions for them to milk the money out of you. Sometimes they're just out. They don't work. Well, I guarantee Rogue One's gonna come with her taking out a blaster and shooting down that Tie Fighter that's staring her down. I like. I don't think we'll ever see that. No. I don't yeah. think we'll ever get the "I'm a rebel" line. I, I think I think I rebel. I think these. I think it's it is something with standing next to your product, as a studio, as mm-hmm. filmmakers, you stand behind the product that's out there, mm-hmm. and you sometimes you include deleted scenes, and you, these deleted scenes are even cherry picked. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's you know? t- there's always more footage, but yeah. I I guarantee they'll. They'll release it, and then just like Star Wars, oh, here's the 3D cut with deleted scenes that you didn't get before, and two added yeah, I special J.J. Abrams on set with BB-8. Yeah, but you you don't think that that stuff is done with Star Wars? No, I, I know it is. Like, like, like I'm but, a victim of it this time. Yeah. I bought friggin' The Force Awakens, now they're trying to do me out of, like, did $35 for a special edition. And it's like uh, I thought I had the special edition. Well, that's well, not. You mean DVD special edition, not movie special edition. Right. Yeah. Right. Because there's the one that was Blu-ray DVD. They yeah. came bare bones. Like here's six special features, and then a year later, oh here's the 3D Blu-ray with deleted scenes from the movie not released yeah. before. I mean, like you're always going to four get... new documentaries. And... Yeah, but you're but always... don't do it a year apart. See, yeah. the thing that burnt my ass the most, like I could deal with the um. The road cut, 
And initially, when they were talking about it, they said, no, you're not going to get the theatrical cut. When we released the road cut, they're two separate entities. So I bought the theatrical cut like an asshole. What did they include on the road cut? Oh, here's the second disc with the theatrical. Like, you said that wasn't going to be included, so it was worth the double dip. And now I just, like, here's one for the sell pile, I guess. Like, store credit. I I just think it's, look, I think it's, it's just a part of it. You know, like, it's... You don't have to see every version of. Well, every that's movie. why now I wait. Like, like that, that. That's where like Mark and I were discussing. We were discussing Blade Runner for a mm-hmm. little bit, in, in the last episode, there's roughly like four, or five, five cuts. Yeah, like four or five cuts. It doesn't matter. They're kind of all the same movie. Mm-hmm. One yeah. has narration with Harrison Ford. One it's doesn't. Just, one it, has twenty like, minutes extra footage. One has ten minutes like less. It's like the the four four disc edition of Dawn of the Dead. The European cuts more story driven. The extended cut has more of everything. The theatrical cut is what it is. Yeah. Like I just think it's all, but it's still all the same movie. Mm-hmm. You don't change what happens. There are very like, few movies. I'll but, say one or two movies are drastically changed. Daredevil being one of them. A lot of plot holes are cleaned up in Daredevil yeah, with that director's it's cut. It's different because you have more courtroom scenes with Daredevil. It, it just and, be, like and, it and makes more sense as to where they get but, like the whole Wesley link. Yeah, that's but, never cleared but up. At before. The, but at the same time, it's still though, a crap movie. Yeah, I was don't get say, me wrong. But at the same time, it's still like the the, the strength of the movie. Like that was just one of the main. But I know. know there's one or two director's cuts that have been the friggin' chronological Godfather that they just keep playing on HBO, oh, yeah, where it starts just, with the De Niro and it goes like yeah, in order all three but movies. But that's not at really once. a director's cut. That's like a fame cut. Well, that, that was a cut that they put out for television. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always like, going to be a producer's cut. Ver- a night, the Nightbreed. I mean, director's I, cut changes I, a lot of stuff. I, I, I think the, the whole third act is I think different. The, um, the Aliens special edition okay takes actually takes away from everything. It actually at, uh, makes it worse because it speeds up the incubation time of the of the uh, of the xenomorph. I feel like that extends it a little bit no. because you see the. Don't you see the parents go back with them too? No, the, like infected. No, the father comes back with a face hugger, and then then they they lose contact. Um, a couple of weeks later, they lose contact, mm-hmm. meaning that they've overrun. So within three weeks, you have hundreds of xenomorphs. So if you go by what you think the timeline is an alien, it's impossible. Right, because it's like a four day gestation period. Well, yeah, even if it's like four days, but the thing still needs to grow up. Right. They still well, I mean, to, if all like, of them like are infected they, on that first day. Like they still need to attack and fight. Like, you know, like, it just makes no sense. It should be out of the movie. They cut it out of the movie for a reason. Um, there was very few mo- movies that even the uh, a director cut or producer cut even. Very few, but they exist. I mean. That's the only argument I'm making. Well, you can't say that if you can't name them. I haven't had time to research. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, like you off the top of my head, no, but I, would, I know there I would, are some out there. There's, there's maybe one movie I thought added that I really thought was a different movie, and that was Kingdom of Heaven. Okay. Okay. Um, historically driven action movie, but um, the the Ridley Scott cut of that movie is better than what they put in theaters but it's also a longer more grind mm-hmm. of a movie well that's um, like gladiator that's got the friggin 
Yeah, I mean longer cut too. I mean, I I also favor the extended cut of Return of the King. Um, Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings Return of the King. I favor the extended cut of that because it sets up the Witch King better and creates more drama when the, Witch the King only dies. extended cut for that I don't like is the first one because it just adds to the walking. Yeah, but the well, second no. one, like that four-hour cut, that's the only cut I've ever known. I never like, saw that the theatrical. Th- those might be like some of the, the only examples, but they're still kind of like the. They, they, the movie's not transformed too much. But getting back to Power Rangers, um, because we're trying to like maybe wrap this up a tad. Yeah, sounds good. So, what, what are some of your, um, like, what are some of the things you monitoring the news as much as you did with Power Rangers? What, what, what are some of the things you're surprised with? anything that that you were like hey well well i guess that's kind of cool rita being the green because like in the show she kind of i don't i don't remember directly if she either has this power ring laying around that's the green rangers or if she makes it okay i know zordon makes the white yeah the white rangers coin yeah, to make him Rita's just either way she's connected to the right Ranger. which is cool it makes sense why she's wearing so much green instead of being in the well obviously they wouldn't have her in the clothes she's in but like the yeah. gray hair and the like right. goldish outfit like yeah so i mean that's cool that they're adding that backstory like are you are you a little bit excited for like the backstory that there it seems like there is a real backstory uh see the problem with the backstory is I never made it through it all. Like, yeah. it, it goes, uh, according to what Kern says, the true backstory, the Zordon backstory, goes from, like, Mighty Morphin to Galaxy, where it's all kind of tied to him. Like, what the main thing I remember from Turbo is the, the Rocky Denison-looking guy with the long head. <laughs> Not to make that crude reference, but I remember that. And the fact that the chick with the purple strand of hair and the eyepiece is Rita's niece. Okay. So it tied back to Rita in that season, which Zio had, like, I feel like the least ties to it. But the trucks and Turbo and everything yeah. else is just crap. Yeah. But I watched that one for the villains mainly because that, that dude with the pointy head was just another yeah. one of those monsters that resonated would, with me. Would you be more into the merchandise if the movie's good? Probably. Yeah. I feel like if it had a classic feel, I would have more drive into getting the merchandise. Like, I get more excited when I'm at Monster Mania or Wizard World and I see, like, a new version of the retro packaging with the old Ranger inside. Like, maybe now the head doesn't flip, but it's, like, an updated action. Like, that gets me more excited than seeing, like, oh, here's the new Ranger. Like, the old pops. I just got the red, white, and pink reboot. Funko Pops that yeah. they released because yeah, the, I missed out the on the initial the ones. Poses. And yeah. then like two weeks later, they announced these new ones from the new movie. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't really get, like, yeah. I got to find my Walmart alpha before I worry about like, and I'm probably not going to get those because they don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Like I look at those and like everyone says, oh, Iron Man, this and that. Like, I don't necessarily see the Iron Man, but I don't look at them and say Power Rangers no, either. To me, it's, it's, they seem to be more Witchblade. More techno organic, yeah. HR low HR Giger. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think this is going to sit with people who who don't have your like nostalgia? I think you, they're going to love it. You think I I think it's it, see. All right, 
it's going to be big robots versus big monsters. Yeah. And any kaiju type fan out there is going to freak out. Because okay. it's like people who like Pacific Rim are going to like this movie, odds are. But here's the thing. Not we're told not enough people like Pacific Rim and not enough, not enough people like I don't like, like Pacific Rim. Like Godzilla. Like, you know? Those are two. For, but I will say as much as because I know we talked about Godzilla before and how like oh, I yeah. wish there was more. I actually saw trailer number two for king kong last night like yeah. an extended like i saw a giant ant i saw like 12 monsters that are going to be on this friggin' island yeah. with king kong i am pumped for that movie uh, are you familiar with the peter jackson king kong yeah i okay. went i went and saw it in theaters four times i've okay. seen an equivalency of 15 minutes of that movie that was my i'm gonna make out with my girlfriend movie wow. so for four hours we could be alone without her parents knowing that we were alone in the okay. like 2000s so, so, that was that so they got a yeah. good chunk of my money but i'd never seen that movie really <laughs> I, I, i'm a little bit weary on the kaiju thing hitting the the mainstream outside of even what the power rangers tv show had i believe it because on I, a side note yeah. speaking of kaiju last night i watched cast a deadly spell with fred ward okay the old hbo made for hbo movie yes i got a transfer of it from vhs to dvd from this guy the dude who was doing pet shop which fell through by the way i'll tell you Uh, that story off air i figured yeah it must have (laughs) fell through okay but yeah so i'm sitting there at the end of the movie they fucking they summon cthulhu like there's an actual giant and i was like this has to be like one of the first actual Cthulhu's that have been on screen yeah. like it was it was really yeah, outside, cool to I, like I would say like maybe outside of like South Park doing it up yeah or, like, like that's one the, of the only other things I could think of Hellboy 1 going back to Hellboy real quick had it was that Cthulhu it's it's hinted on that's what it is okay yeah it's always suggested I'm not sure if they did more with it in the comic well like in the spell the guy's cast and he says cthulhu i offer you and then this thing comes out with the tentacles and like i was like holy shit yeah like oh my god yeah i i don't think there's much of a of an interest in in um kaiju me neither it's a very small market um Power Rangers. Giant robots fighting monsters are always cool but i mean yeah if the monster like they look exactly the same. You have a gold Zord, which is Zordon, and then you have the one that looks beyond organic with these here, pe- yeah. like a blue arm, a pink arm. But, uh, but I do think, just just to reiterate, that I do think Pacific Rim is one of the is one of the top um, top universe building movies uh, we've seen. Eh. No. I, I I think well like, I've seen it like three or four times now. The only thing I can honestly say I like one hundred percent about that movie is the Ron Perlman and Charlie Day characters. Yeah, I mean, like you like, you may not be into like what they're doing in the movie, but the movie sets up in universe as well as like a Dark Crystal. Uh, I think it sets it up as in Star Wars New Hope. I'll I, I'll you give know? you that. I think it, um, overall, I just like I I, I th- can't get into. The I movie. think it it, it it lays it out, builds a backstory, puts things forward. Um, as good as and I, I, I and I compare it to Tron Legacy, another movie that didn't really go over a hundred percent. Tron Legacy also builds on this universe as well as Pacific Rim. Right. Um. Well, hey, it it sucks. You know, hopefully, uh just you know we go into power rangers wanting more like well i want to want more just wanting to be entertained 
and and nah. well, this talks made me want to go home and finish where I left off with yeah. the box set. I'm just at the the green to white yeah, transition. Do, do you think the nostalgia works against where your enthusiasm might be? To an extent, yeah, because it's never going to be what I grew up with, never and this is this is what but, I grew up. But with. should it be? No. Because you're never going to get that lightning in a bottle again. What? Does that mean they shouldn't have just redone the costumes from spandex to leather like they did from three? Like, no, you you could have kept the... See, one of the things that get me, like the helmet. Like, the yellow ranger has, like, a saber-toothed tiger helmet. And the green ranger has his, like, dragon sculpted. And it's so subtle that yes. at like age three i didn't realize it right but like going back now you look and you're like oh shit there's the the yeah. elephant's trunk on the black and like right it was little things like that that you didn't pick up on that like i now miss in the reboot because it's all just that organic yeah well i think yeah i mean i really i i i think they're they're picking a story driven direction mm -hmm. yeah now if it doesn't take it's going to be strictly because i think it's strictly going to be because it's going to be because it it's not the content what it was well not what it was but it's not there's no execution i think the only thing that can sink the power rangers movie is execution well it lost me as soon as i saw gold R. like i'll still see it for yeah. the sake of being but, able to talk about still, it and everything yeah, else but you're still among the um, diehard uh, yeah yeah and you're i not, was that demographic but, of, and it just yeah you're you're i think you're the guy that they hate and and production meetings i believe it you see are, but i was okay with rita guy. i was okay with making her hot and green and making her the green ranger it makes that whole arc in the tv show fit better but like uh you just made him a melting monster with wings yeah. like it, it looks or, like someone crapped yeah, on or a toy. in what we saw because we all know what that is going to be in the movie. it's true but i he's not going to be a blue-faced dog with fur hey, and a gold right battle if he is i will i will yeah I will eat something live on air. Yeah, I don't know what. I just, I just, I really think there's, there's, there's. A, I hope it ends with like a nastier version of Dread or Zed coming into it, like yeah. just a bloody Zed, nasty yeah, Zed. The uh, post-credit sequence, yeah, intro mm -hmm. credit sequence. But no, look, uh, I, I originally took the position that I thought Power Rangers was going to be too realistic and too dark. But at the same time, I'm not really connected to it, and I'm okay just sitting down with popcorn and probably drinking a good amount of alcohol before I even see that movie. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We'll now, that will be one that we play in, because while I may get excited and forget about you for Doctor Strange, <laughs> and this one every will... single other movie. <laughs> Yeah. It's been two, and even so, you wouldn't be able to get into Jersey on a Thursday night well, at I, seven. I don't like going to that theater. Yeah, see, I do because I can go to the bar and drink, and I don't have to worry about yeah, having can... a crap seat. Yeah, I don't care about that. You know, like I. This I, is where the bad. Like, I don't like I driving think, into Cherry Hill. I, think, I hate driving I into Cherry Hill. I think there's something to, um, like sitting down and seeing a performance as opposed to being in the lounge chair stretched out but like it has nothing to do with the chair you know it has nothing to do like, with the chair i, I, don't I like, like that i don't have to wait in line yeah, i know exactly I've where seen, i'm sitting yeah That's, I've, I've seen movies where um to the far left to the to the yeah see captain like america front. was the last time yeah i, I was I, in the front left row i had my neck i never again I after just kinda, that and i refused yeah i just like to me it's, i think there was a uh exercise to it 
Yeah, yeah see, like, I can still drink in the parking yeah. lot. I can still do all the stuff you do. You can't well, actually. You can't do that anymore. Cherry Hill is is rubbing it out. Yeah, see, so I'm they, good. You know, but Cherry Hill still has. You, you I have a Delphius. That's where well, I sit in the Delphius. Yeah, Cherry Hill has Fridays, and then I just walk, walk right over. Right over. Yeah, but but with that discussion, <laughs> we will. Uh, I think we'll we'll sign off. Apparently, we're seeing Power Rangers separate, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but we will see it Sep- to come back separate and finish and never this. again. Yeah, you bastard. Um, Have but, fun waiting in line, you prick bastard. Yeah, I think we. Uh, oh, real quick too. Do you want me to run off the shows that were inspired by Power Rangers? Okay, because I know Beetleborgs is one of them. Big bad Beetleborgs. Right. Correct. He had a clown Zord on, which is the only reason yeah. I watch that show. So, so these are roughly shows that were aired. That right, had a similar the, formula, mm-hmm. similar source material. Right. Uh, Cayman Rider, Dragon Knight. Uh, Mask Rider. Okay. Mystic Knights of Turninog. I remember that one. <laughs> Superhuman. That one came after Beetleborgs. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Okay. Cyber spelled with an S. Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Okay. <laughs> VR, VR Troopers. I remember that one. And... The most notable Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. Ah, yeah. Live action. I need to track those down. Yeah, and with that, um, yeah, we're signing off. All right, Dream, have a good one, everybody. Dream Warriors, episode 11, Power Rangers is the wrap. Hey, yo. <laughs>